migration visas. Migration program. Our migration program. The new migration strategy. Migration. Immigration. A migration. Immigration. Hacked migration and appeal experts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're diving deep into the world of migration and visa appeals. I'm Alex, your host, and joining us is Jessica, our seasoned migration agent. If you are faced a visa refusal or cancellation, you need to listen closely. Jessica is here to shed light on challenging visa situations and provide hope for securing a visa to stay in Australia. So let's get the inside rolling. All right, I'm Jessica. I'm a registered migration agent. Jessica, typically, after a visa refused or cancelled, we need to submit an AAT appeal within 21 or 28 days. If the applicant does not submit an appeal on time, what are the consequences? Are there any other options? Well, it really depends on the actual case circumstance. Generally speaking, the administrative tribunal allows people to apply for extension of time to make an AAT review application. So when the extension of application is lodged, the AAT then approaches the Department of Home Affairs to see if the Department of Home Affairs consents to that application. Mm -hmm. If the Department of Home Affairs does not oppose, then the AAT will just generally allow the extension to happen and then the applicant will be permitted to make a review application. If the Department of Home Affairs does not allow it, does not consent it, then the AT would hold a hearing to hear the voices from both sides to determine whether the extension should be allowed or not. The mm -hmm. AT has a final vo voice to whether allowing the applicant to apply for AT review when given the time limit, ha limit has expired. What kind of situations that AAT will consider the extension? Well, just to give you an example, I've personally come across an applicant who was refused of a partner visa application. Yeah. So the, the reason for missing the, their deadline was that their entrusted migration agent has lost contact with them and did not notify the decision in time for them to lodge the AAT review. So mm -hmm. the entrusted migration representative um, failed to upload evidence in support of their case matter as well. And mm -hmm. it was also when the couple decided to make their own freedom of information request into their application when they found out that their application has been refused quite some time ago and the refusal was based on a very poorly prepared application. So so they had a really, really good reason. So that's why when we presented all the facts and circumstances to the AT and filed for an application for extension, the, mm -hmm. That application was consented by the minister's representatives really smoothly, and then the case matter just went to the AAT really quite quite smoothly as well. After submitting the AAT appeal, what kind of preparations do applicants usually need to make? Like I said, it really depends on the actual case circumstances. The AAT is a is a it's a very separate body to the Department of Home of Home Affairs, so they look at case matters um differently and separately. They um they would consider the department decisions, but it really depends on the case circumstances. For example, generally speaking. If you're talking about a student visa, mm. most student visa refusals, they just review the um the whole application again and measure the um the the applicant attributes against the um criteria listed on the schedule two of the visa application. Yeah. But and also same applies for most um employer sponsored nomination refusals. They will just reassess the whole application again. They will generally not look at the um refusal decision if it's not something of particular interest to the AAT. 
if it's just something like genuine temporary entrant um, criteria not satisfied, they would just re review the entire application again. If it's mm -hmm. something related to the, um, you know, the employer um, nomination not uh, approved because, you know, the department found that maybe there was a financial issue or maybe there was um, that the position was not genuine enough, they would just usually um, review the whole application again because those applications are usually shorter and mm -hmm. they have lesser um, criteria to go through. But mm -hmm. if it comes to specific cancellation matters, like for example, if you've got a character issue that was um, and your visa was refused or canceled because um, you know we've got if you, if you have like substantial criminal record history, then mm -hmm. AT would have its own set of instructions on how they approach the matter. They may. Um, they may or they may not address the department's refusal decision. It's entirely up to them. They mm. could raise new concerns that the um, department hasn't, um, you know, gone through before. And, mm. um, yeah, so it, it really depends on um, how, you know, each case matter is gone through. And also for, you know, for case matters like business skill visas, if, um, if, the, if the criteria, because for business skill visas, they have a very long list of criteria to go through. Mm. And sometimes AAT will just address that they will just review the department's refusal re refusal, and mm. then only and just go through that particular part. So, for example, I've personally represented a AAT case for a review of a eight nine zero visa, mm. and the refusal um the refusal decision was based on the fact that um that the department did not regard um director loan and also uh, as a um, as a business asset they mm -hmm. they regarded because they thought that the loan did not have any caveats or did not have any collaterals and then that means that the um the business asset could possibly you know be lost so so they didn't count that towards the business assets which made um which led to the applicant not satisfying the business asset criteria for the grant of the 890 visa and then when we took that to the AAT, the AAT only looked at that matter and then they discussed on whether, you know, if a, a business loan that was, um, you know, lent out to other parties, if that loan did, did not have a, you know, a collateral, whether that would be counted as a part of the, uh, the business, business asset. And then in the end, the AAT overturned the department um, decision. So that's really good. And mm. then the AAT did not look at any other um, criteria because it's because business skill visas that they have a whole list of different criteria to go through and it's very tedious. So the AAT only concentrated on the um, the department's decision on that part. So yeah, it really depends on the case matter, not really um, on you know on actual you know the the AAT review process. Mm. Anyways. does the AAT usually considers based on the migration department judgment? Like I said, um, they they would review. They will look at the department's decision, but then they would um, you know, how they assess the application. They would consider it. They can ignore it, or they could put that into their um assessment. But mm -hmm. it really depends on the case type. Like for example, if it's a student visa, like I said, um, they would re just review the whole case matter again, and not they can choose not to look at the department's decision and. 
you know, and that's, you know, they can make a decision that's entirely not based on the department's judgment. Um, but um, if it's uh, if it's comes to specific cancellation matters or if it comes to specific matters that's um, listed, then the AT um, has their own judgment. They can choose to only address the issue that's brought by the department's judgment, or they could, you know, look at news into new stuff. It's it depends on the member themselves, and you know, say how how they solve the case matter themselves like it, they, it, it depends on really on different case matters it's there's no really a general speaking um into it yeah is there generally hope for most visa appeals to the aat well when you say yeah. if there's any hope for visa appeals success to like aat i would say really it depends on the case circumstances like for example when we take in a consultations for aat um applicants we we really um look at into we we will review that case matter and see if there's any grounds for success. Like we'll see if they have any grounds, if they have been missed, um, you know, misassessed by the department. If there's any um, you know, right, you know, if uh, and when we when we actually can establish grounds to success of the visa applications, then you know it's it it makes it a really good um application. Then yeah, and there's a lot of hope for that because AAT they take a different voice to the department. So they have they will review the department's decision on a, you know, a more a very a more fairer um say, I guess. And um yeah, and it depends on how, you know, how you voice your judgment and you know how whether you've got any grounds to support to your application if it's just because sometimes um people they they lodge for AT reviews just to buy time on that visas for those types and I was saying no. If they don't generally prepare their case matter well, then no. But for most case matters, if there's a solid ground, if it's if there's good reasons, if they've got great supporting evidences, then why not? I mean, um, after all, the AAT does give a fair review of all visa applications. Thank you, Jessica, and thank you, everyone. That's a wrap for today's episode. Remember, if you are navigating the complexities of visa refusals or cancellations, you are not alone. We are here to help you find your pathway in Australia. Don't forget to subscribe for more updates and insights on migration matters. Until next time, stay informed and stay positive. Goodbye.